What's up guys, today I've got a story time for y'all I think you're going to enjoy that was sent in to me about this spoiled kid who ended up losing it on his coach because he uh, was demanding to start at quarterback even though he had no talent. Regardless, I figured it would be a story time you guys are definitely going to enjoy. So uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get right into it. Alright, so this story time was sent in to me by somebody and you know, this person's grown up now but when they were younger they were on the football team at their school. And the era this takes place in is the era like right before everyone had a smartphone when technology was starting to get integrated into school a little bit. That'll be important. But, you know, for the most part, everybody that was on this football team got along. I would say in most experiences I've had on, like, team sports, that's kind of how it is. Everybody gets along because you're kind of forced to. You spend a lot of time together. But there was one kid on the team whose parents had donated a bunch of money to the school in the past and did donate a bunch of money when all of his siblings went there who was basically one of the most arrogant people you could ever meet. You know, he literally thought that he was like a young Tom Brady, the GOAT himself, and he made sure that everybody was aware of the fact that, you know, he really, really wanted to play quarterback and thought he would be great at it. The only problem with him thinking he's Tom Brady and demanding to play quarterback is that he really sucked at playing quarterback. Listen, I'm not gonna sit here and say that you shouldn't have big dreams and work towards improving or whatever, but you gotta be a little bit realistic. You know, if you wanna be a quarterback and can't throw a football, that kinda rules that out. This guy literally could not throw a spiral more than 20 yards, which, you know, is, is is shockingly bad at throwing a football. And if you can't throw a football, that kind of rules out playing the position where you have to do that the entire game. It just doesn't really work like that. Even if you're a quarterback that's really good at scrambling and running around, you got to be able to throw it sometimes. Anyways, even though he just does not have the ability to be starting quarterback, he's just kind of relentlessly bugging the coach about how he should be quarterback because he has the most heart for the position and how he'd win games for sure. And listen, I understand that he's probably really passionate about playing quarterback, you know, and heart definitely matters, but if, like, tomorrow I just said, I got a lot of heart and tried to fight Conor McGregor, he would destroy me, he'd kill me. Because heart doesn't really matter in sports, it's a lot more about, like, talent. It matters, but if you just can't throw a football, it doesn't matter how bad you want to be quarterback. And the coach wasn't mean, he would do his best to tell him no without breaking his heart and causing conflict, which is, you know, I think what a good coach would do in this situation. Most coaches that are not great would have just started yelling at him for being annoying and trying to say that he's better than the quarterback, you know, but he would try to defuse the situation as calmly as possible, which I'll give him some credit for, you know? Well, maybe if you worked on your arm strength a bit, we could have a few plays with you alternating at quarterback, but just for right now, you don't really have the arm strength to play that position, you know, which is a really nice way of saying, like, you just can't throw the football. At least he was like, hey, it's the arm strength, just work on it, you know? He was being as honest as he could be without just telling him like look the odds of you playing quarterback aren't that great simply because you have the ability to throw a football like my seven-year-old son and every time he would like tell the spoiled kid this he would reply to the coach saying that he's gonna work on it and show him next week and every week he could like still throw the ball 20 yards and it became very obvious to everyone that he was not practicing you know he would swear he was gonna work on it for the next week he promised everybody he was spending hours in his backyard throwing the football but there was just no way he was because week after week he couldn't throw it any further he didn't get any better at throwing a spiral if anything it got worse and I just refuse to believe that if you're actually like practicing throwing a football for hours a day for weeks that you like couldn't get better at it I just refuse to believe that the idea that this dude was really in his backyard practicing for hours and hours and just literally could not get better at throwing a football I just feel like it's one of those things that you would have to get better at if you repeated it enough unless you're purpose 
purposely practicing as bad as humanly possible. Like, I don't know. I just don't think there's many things you could practice for weeks and not get better at. But for some reason, the football gods had frowned upon this man and, you know, obviously made him have zero improvement after doing this for weeks. And the coach was starting to get annoyed because each week he was wasting time being like, all right, look at how far I can throw. You know, he would stop practice and make everybody watch it. And it just wasn't getting better. The coach had no problem having challenges, you know, and people trying to improve and whatnot, but you had to show improvement. If you're just wasting time and not practicing, it's not going to do anything. So after week five of him trying to challenge the starting quarterback and being unable to just throw the football, the coach finally made an announcement after practice saying that since the season was now half over, that they were just going to do like no more position challenges, you know, just because, oh, the last half of the season, we want to keep the starting team consistent, you know, which is fair enough. I feel like if you let people challenge everyone for the first couple weeks of the season, that's fair. But by the time, you know, you're getting into the home stretch of the season, you probably should just have one team that plays. But obviously, the spoiled kid does not like the sound of not being able to challenge everyone to be quarterback every week. He literally stands up while the coach is talking and is like, that's not fair. And the coach tells him, well, you know, it's not just for quarterbacks, it's for all positions. And, you know, please sit down and let me finish. And the kid just interrupts the coach again. And he's trying to be a nice guy and diffuse it as calmly as possible. But the spoiled kid just starts yelling, no, you need to let me play quarterback already. I've been working so hard week in and week out and you just refuse to let me play. And he's like, look, dude, I understand you've been working week in and week out, but it's not improving. And the coach at this point had been very patient. It's literally the first time that like he said anything back, but the spoiled kid keeps yelling at him. And now he's getting yelled at in front of his team and he doesn't want to take it. So he snaps a little bit and just goes, you know, this would be a different discussion if you could throw the ball. All right. If you could throw the ball, we could talk about it, but you can't. So just sit down and shut up and let me finish what I was saying. And obviously the spoiled kid's just kind of standing there for a moment, stupefied, someone yelled at him, and some other people on the team cheer a little bit, like, yo, go coach. And the coach does shut that down, he goes, hey guys, stop that. But the message is clear that the team kind of agrees with what he just yelled, and this dude is being really annoying about challenging the quarterback every week, even though he can't throw. And you know, usually when people are in this situation where they just got embarrassed in front of a bunch of people and are realizing that they might be a little bit annoying, there's two things that they do. They either like, you know, leave the situation and realize that they suck or they double down and he doubles down and one thing that I'd recommend if you are gonna double down is that like you know you don't mention who your parents are like my parents weren't school donators or anything but I just feel like there's never a good reason to bring up who your parents are if you want a position or a job or are trying to make a point because you're just not your parents even if your dad's the president dude it doesn't mean that you just like get to play quarterback if you can't throw the football but I guess he never got the memo you know because he instantly just starts going off about how how his parents are huge boosters to the school and the coach had a financial obligation to put him in quarterback because of how much money his parents had given as if that means anything like your parents give us money so we just magically have to give you starting quarterback job and basically the kid starts to threaten the coach saying that you know if he doesn't put him in at quarterback then the team would be cut off and that wouldn't be a very smart decision especially because he knows that the coach wanted a smart board which you know goes to show how old this is but he basically threatened 
threatens to like not give him money for what the coaches says he's wanted and obviously this guy isn't his parents you know but to hold a donation or like something you promised over someone's head unless they do what you want is pretty messed up you know and obviously that uh ultimatum was not gonna make the coach pleased because you're basically saying like look dude I kind of own you and unless you do what I want I'm just not gonna give you any more money from my parents and at that point it's like okay well if you're not gonna even donate to the team then don't be on the team and the coach does give him the chance to correct it he asks him to clarify and he's like are you threatening the financial future of your football team because you're not getting what you wanted trying to point out the irony of him like being on a team you know but then also selfishly holding all this money that his parents donated over the team's head because yeah that's not a very team player move right there you know to be like hey by the way if you don't do what I want which is definitely not the best for the team then I just won't give you anything and the spoiled kids response is like no I'm simply stating the facts of what's going to happen unless you put me in at quarterback so you do what you want with that information you know it's not a threat it's a promise if my parents don't feel like I'm getting the chance to play on this team why would they donate to it so yeah it's not a threat it's a promise either put me in at quarterback or that's what's going down and honestly at that point the coach probably should have kicked him off the team because that's just absurd bro you can't be having your entire operation be held hostage by some rich kid that's like my mom and dad donate but instead the coach does like the ultimate 500 IQ big brain play to make this dude wish that he had never said that but also you know give him exactly what he's asking for so he looks at him and he goes okay you really want to play quarterback and he's like yeah and he says all right well then the game that takes place in two days you're the starting quarterback for you get exactly what you want and everybody is kind of like <gasps> Because the team that they were playing in two days wasn't just some, like, crappy team that would be fun to play against. They were playing the best team in their area by a large margin. In high school football, not all teams are created equal, all right? There's some teams that are just, like, insanely good and better than everybody else around, and that was the team that they were going to be playing. Just happened to be that, like, everyone on the other team was twice the size of them, twice as fast, twice as strong, you know? They were, like, nationally ranked, had won state championships, and this school was just a normal school. So even with their normal core quarterback they were going to get slaughtered but if they played this dude with no experience who couldn't throw the ball he would get destroyed and like they were gonna lose anyways and the spoiled kid starts to protest a bit saying he doesn't think it's the best idea for his first game at quarterback to be against that team because they're so good and you know they're kind of known for destroying teams like them 70 to nothing and he just literally goes on this rant listing all the reasons that he only wanted to play quarterback if it was against a team that sucked which once again just like isn't really how it works obviously everybody wants to beat Tom Brady winning seven Super Bowls but there's a lot of quarterbacks that are stuck on Garbo teams and lose a lot you know and the coach says well you're the one who wanted to challenge the quarterback for his spot so here's the challenge if you somehow don't get destroyed this Friday then the spot is yours and so obviously the spoiled kid is put into a pickle here because he doesn't want to play quarterback in two days but at the same time like he can't back down because obviously the coach is giving him his opportunity and it's very evident that like this is his last chance to try if he doesn't try now, then the coach can always just be like, look, I gave you the chance and you didn't want to. So he accepts the offer. And obviously, if the game's in two days, it means that they only had one more practice before the game to get him used to playing quarterback. And that's just not enough time to learn how to run a football offense, even if you have a bunch of experience, you know? Like, imagine just joining a brand new team for a sport you play and learning everything in a day. That would be hard. Now, imagine you also have no experience at the position. Yeah, there's literally no chance that in one day you can learn enough to do good, especially against a good team. And during that practice, it just becomes insanely evident that this is going going to go poorly. He just can't.
can't throw the ball, you know. He's having a hard time doing handoffs to the running back. He keeps forgetting the counts to snap the ball. He's just doing horrible. And like I said, you would think if he had literally spent hours and hours in the backyard practicing that, like, most of this stuff would have become relatively easy to him at some point. But it's just going horribly. And a lot of the players are looking to the coach to do something, but he just holds strong and is like, you're playing quarterback. In fact, the practice itself had gone so poorly that, like, after practice in the huddle, the spoiled kid himself started to admit that it probably wasn't the best idea for him to start. But the coach cut him off when he's in the middle of, like, I don't know if this is the best idea. And he said, well, this is what you wanted, right? And he's like, yeah. And he says, all right, well, this is your chance. Otherwise, you're never getting a chance to play quarterback again. And just the way that coach said it wasn't trying to be mean. It was just a very matter-of-fact statement of, like, you've been bugging me about this for months. Stop complaining about it now. And the spoiled kid was way too prideful to be smart and admit that, like, look, this is going to go poorly. I'd rather just not. So he's like, fine, I'll do it. And I'm going to win. Like, you guys are all going to see. And the entire team is literally rolling their eyes and groaning because they had just seen the same practice. And it's very evident that, like, you know, they already were going to get slaughtered. But uh, this is going to be a next-level embarrassment simply because this guy just does not know what he's doing but keeps insisting that he's the greatest of all time. So the next day is game day, and the spoiled kid is in his jersey going around the school telling everyone that, like, oh, I'm the starting quarterback, and it's going to be awesome. You know, I stole the job from this guy because he just wasn't cutting it anymore, and you guys should all come watch because it wasn't at their school. It was at the other school. And, you know, everybody who's on the football team is, like, hearing him brag to everyone and say that they should come watch the game, and they're confused because they're not sure why you would want people to come watch you lose. Even in a world where this spoiled kid was somehow like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Joe Montana mixed into one, right? If the rest of your team just sucks and isn't fast or strong and the other team is just better than them, you're still gonna have yourself a bad time because like you're just gonna get sacked every play. You're never gonna be able to have anyone catch the ball because someone twice their size is gonna take them from them. You know, it's just not going to be a good situation even if you're great, but you're not great and the other team is just better. Everybody else on the football team knew that this game they were going to lose like even if their regular quarterback was playing so they just didn't understand why the spoiled kid was insisting on roaming around the halls begging everyone to come watch because it wasn't going to be something that he wanted people to see you know they knew that but for some reason in his mind he's like no I'm gonna have a Disney Channel miracle here and somehow become the greatest quarterback of all time and uh they just didn't really say anything to him because they were like all right dude you made this bed you're gonna lie in it anyways the game finally comes and the spoiled kid is like listening to music before to get all hyped up and the rest of the team is dreading this because they know that they're going to get slaughtered and the spoiled kid's just off in his own world being like all right all right I'm going to do this you know eight touchdowns by halftime just really unrealistic stuff you know like listen I'm all for believing in yourself but there comes a point where like if you've never played a sport before and then all of a sudden you're saying you're going to break records by halftime that might be a little bit too optimistic but uh the kickoff happens and it goes relatively well I guess so now it's the first play with the spoiled kid in at quarterback and it's a pass where he's supposed to throw it like five yards which should be easy enough like that's a relatively easy throw anyways the ball gets snapped and he throws it the only problem is he literally throws it like as slow as humanly possible people to this day are still confused on how he managed to bend time itself to make the ball float through the air for as long as it did you know like he just I don't know how he managed to do it it was as if the matrix universe itself suddenly merged with ours just so this football that was thrown could slow down and have the velocity of like a balloon filled with helium just flying through the sky. And obviously it's up in the air for so long that the other team that's
that's a lot bigger, faster, and stronger than them just kind of like pushes past them, runs, and just snatches it out of the air. So that's called an interception. And on top of that, he turns and just runs it back down the field and literally scores off the first play of the game. So uh, not too great. His first pass in his career is uh, taken by the other team for a touchdown, which I'm going to assume is not how you want your career to start. Obviously, like these things happen, you don't have much control over it. But uh, as far as you want the mythology and lore of your career to go, having an interception taken back for a touchdown is probably not play one. But when he gets to the sideline, instead of having his head held down and being a little embarrassed, he decides to start yelling at the coach because apparently it was the bad play's fault that he had taken forever to throw a slow ball. The coach is not having it and instantly just snaps back at him. He's like, listen, a five-yard pass is not supposed to take 25 seconds to get to the receiver, okay? I could have gone to Subway and gotten a sandwich in the amount of time it took for you to throw the pass. Obviously, the ball has to get to the receiver in a timely manner. You don't have the ability to throw deep, so the only way this is going to work is if you get it out quick. You know, so you just have to throw the ball fast, and the ball has to get there in time. That's why it was a problem. Either way, because the other team scored, they got the ball back pretty quick right off the kickoff, and they go out there again, and this time they're in the huddle, and he's calling a play, and out of nowhere, he just insults, like, all the linemen that are responsible for protecting him from the defenders, For the, by the way. He's like, oh, you guys are sloppy pigs that can barely do your job, and it's your fault that I threw that interception, so next time, just be more careful. And listen, there's just no reason to talk to your linemen that way if you're a quarterback, because like I said, they're in charge of protecting you. A general rule of thumb, I would say, is be nice to the people that are in charge of protecting you, because, you know, they're already doing their best against people that are better than them. But on top of it, I just feel like insulting and demoralizing the people responsible for holding the athletes back, that's job is literally to destroy you, is just like the best way to go about it. Just be nice to them. You know, just be nice. You don't need to insult them, because it's going to end up with you getting destroyed. Now, of course, no confirmation about if what happened next was on purpose, but there was this huge guy on the other team's right side. And somehow, by magic, when the ball is snapped, the guy that's responsible for guarding him manages to fall right at the start. Wink, wink, total accident. And when he falls, it opens up this lane for the guy that, you know, is giant and fast to just go straight at the quarterback. And the entire goal of the defense is to, like, sack the quarterback behind where they are so that way they lose yards right, push them back down the other side. So he starts to run at him. And I think this would have been really messed up of the guy to do if it would have been on the left side because he wouldn't have been able to see it coming. But when the guard falls, the spoiled kid sees him fall and now is very aware that this dude is rushing down this alley towards him. And so he starts to scramble, running away as fast as possible because he realizes there's literally nothing standing between this giant dude who is now trying to run him down and tackle him because that's his job. So he's running, but the problem is he starts running backwards. Generally, when you scramble, you want to go like sideways, maybe a little bit back, but he starts running towards his end zone trying to get away, like literally sprinting away from the guy on the other team because he's so afraid of him, which is just not what you're supposed to do. And he's not very fast, so this guy's gaining on him, and it gets to the point where he's like about to tackle him, and right before he gets tackled, he turns around and says, don't hit me, and literally hands the guy the ball in exchange for not getting tackled. So like, obviously, there's this spot where he stops and is looking at this kid trying to give him the ball, and the player on the other team is insanely confused because it's not every day that a quarterback like tries to give you the ball in exchange for not getting hit. Usually they'll throw it away or take the hit or, you know, not opens negotiations, but here this guy is like, if I give you the ball, will you not hit me? And he's like, uh, sure, I guess. So he takes the ball out of the spoiled kid's hand and proceeds to run down the field and score pretty quick because keep in mind, the spoiled kid had been running towards his end zone the entire 
time he's getting chased. Anyways, he had literally just given a touchdown to the other team, and so the spoiled kid walks to the sideline, and everyone on his team starts yelling at him, like, what is wrong with you? What are you doing? Why would you give the ball to them and let them score? Like, you do realize that you just gave them a touchdown. And he's like, I'm done. I've had enough. I don't want to play this game anymore. I thought being quarterback was going to be fun. And he starts taking off his pads. And as he's taking off his pads, the coach looks at him, and he's like, what are you doing? Are you quitting? Like, are you serious right now? And the spoiled kid's like, yes, I'm quitting. Are you kidding me? You expect me to get hit out there? You're supposed to protect the quarterback. And the fact that, you know, I got hit just goes to show that you guys don't know what you're doing. And listen, man, like, of course you're supposed to protect the quarterback, but chances are you're going to get hit. And the coach literally tells him, like, it's football. I don't know what you expected to not get touched. And he takes his pads off and just storms out of there pissed. And so, obviously, he's quit. He's done. The team is still a little bit confused, though, because, you know, they just didn't understand why he was quitting over getting hit. Like, the team's always going to do their best to protect you. It's the lineman's job to protect you. If you're insulting them, though, obviously he fell. Wink, wink. But, you know, even if he didn't fall, eventually, at some point during the hour game, someone's going to make a mistake and you're probably going to get hit. Like, football is just a sport that happens to have a lot of contact. There's not much that's going to change about that because the entire nature of the game is, like, tackling people and, and hitting the quarterback, you know? I feel like football is just a horrible sport to play if you're afraid of physical contact at all. It's literally one of the main things it's known for is being rough and, like, hitting, dropping shoulder pads. Ah, concussion. <laughs> like, you know, that's not all it is. I, I'm, a, I'm a football fan, but, like, let's be honest. If you're afraid of getting hit, you probably shouldn't be playing football because it's just going to happen. Either way, though, he had quit because apparently he just thought there were rules in place to make it illegal to touch the quarterback, and uh, I guess the spoiled quit had just quit the team. They ended up putting the starting quarterback back in, and, uh, you know, as much as I would love for there to say that there's, like, some Disney magic comeback here, it wasn't happening. They still got slaughtered. They did manage to score once, but like I said, the team they were playing was just so much better than them that, like, it didn't really matter who was going to be at quarterback. They were just going to lose, which is why it's even funnier that, like, the spoiled kid took it so personally, you know? It was just reality that it was not going to go well. Even the person way better than him didn't do any better. After the game, though, the spoiled kid had left, but I, the spoiled kid's parents start walking up to the coach to talk to him, and all the players are kind of nervous because they're expecting him to get yelled at and reamed out for not letting him finish the game as quarterback. But they're actually super understanding, and they start telling the coach, you know, thanks for giving our son a chance, but it's pretty obvious that he's not too cut out for this. I mean, you know, it's not every day you watch someone give away a touchdown. And they laugh a little bit, and they're like, well, you know, thank you for giving him a chance because he's wanting to play quarterback forever. They had been at the game to watch their kid play, and obviously when their kid had cried and handed the other team the ball, they realized that the crap he had said about, you know, the coach being out to get him and not getting a fair shot wasn't really true. He just wasn't cut out for playing quarterback, and the coach was just telling him he wasn't cut out to play quarterback. So they said that they would continue to support the team, you know, and it wasn't really a big deal about their son not playing quarterback, and they just wanted to come clarify because they didn't want him to think it's personal, that they're not going to be at games now that their kid's not playing. So his entire plan of, like, holding the money for the smart board above the head didn't really work because they just kind of realized football is not for you, kid, which is probably the best move if you're going to quit when you get tackled. 
either way, uh, the coach did get his smart board GG. The kid left, and, uh, you know, he, he did get a chance at playing quarterback, so technically everybody still got what they wanted. I am going to give the parents credit, though, for, like, still supporting the team. I don't know if I would be giving money to a team that my kid didn't play on. Not in a mean way. It's just like, if my kid's not here, why do I care? Regardless, around the school, people would just kind of make fun of him, being like, dude, what was that? And he would take it relatively well. He wasn't the fighting type, but I think everyone was more just confused, because he didn't have to do that. Like, he didn't have to go around to everybody and ask a bunch of people to go to the game so they see that all go down. He didn't have to demand to be starting quarterback if he didn't know what he was doing. Like, he could have just been on the team and there's no issues, you know? He had been the third string quarterback before that, so he didn't get a lot of practice, but like, you know, you just could have been the backup quarterback. That's a pretty cool gig, but no, you had to go ahead and make it a fool out of yourself and then just get slaughtered anyways. Was not very worth it, dude. All in all, though, I would say that uh, I thought the story would be entertaining. If you've ever, like, played sports and had an experience like this, let me know what your coach would do if you yelled at him like that. But other than that, I think that's gonna do it for the video, guys. Thank you all so much for watching. If you did enjoy, I'd appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know in the comment section down below what you thought, and of course, subscribe if you're new and turn on notifications. If you really want to help me out, I'm going to go ahead and put a link to the intro song down below, along with a link to my podcast, The Scuffed Cast, or of course, you could use code SCRUBBY at the G Fuel checkout. It's a great way to get a discount on G Fuel. Helps me out. I'd appreciate ya. And last but certainly not least, I do go ahead and put some of my content up on Spotify, so if you want to check it out without gameplay or offline, I'll put that link in the top of the description. Feel free to go check it out. And we also have the coolest merch to ever exist, which can be yours by visiting the link in the bottom of the description, so you should definitely go ahead and do that. It's pretty fantastic if you ask me. But on that note, that'll officially do it, guys. Thank you all so much for watching. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot, and hopefully I will see each and every single one of you guys next time with another video. I'm out. Peace.